something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to The John Age Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. <laughs> You're headlong down the runaway train that is the Anomic Age, and I'm your host, John Age. Happy to be back with you once again in the wee hours of the AM. I'll be your tour guide this evening as we take a somewhat satirical journey down the path of murder, destruction, and the extermination of the humans on this planet. A forced march into obsolescence thrust upon us by a global satanic death cult of pedophiles. I think that about sums it up, now doesn't it? I'm going to try my best, and I know I always say that, and I do not stick to it, but I'm going to try my best to uh, to stick to a shortened program this evening. We'll see if we can pull it off. I got uh, a little bit of, of information to get into and just some updates to get into as well. Before we get into that, please check out anomicage.com. It's been updated a little bit, or at least the social media links therein have been updated a little bit. But uh, that being said, I got one more update to update. <laughs> I've been doing a lot today on the back end of things. So uh, anomicage.com is where you can find all things me. PayPal.me forward slash anomicage. Patreon.com forward slash anomicage as well. We got the subscribe by email link, which I highly recommend. Real easy to just to just say no more if you are do not want to receive those emails. But the subscribe by emails link will send you a right on time email anytime I drop some new content. I know that the iPhone app and the Android app, as far as those notifications, have been a little bit squirrely, hit or miss at best from time to time in the past few months. Can't afford anybody to fix it, so it'll just stay uh, half. Halfway working. There you go. It's been working more than it's not lately, so I don't know. I wish I could find uh, someone that would fix it for something I could afford. But nevertheless, there's that problem. <laughs> all that and so much more at anomicage.com. All the video, all the audio, the information, breakdown segments, and the, what are we at? Over 160 some odd uh, full... With guests, the whole nine yards, editions of the Anomic Age. I'm trying to find you an, an exact number. What's that exact number of guests? We just had Mr. James Perloff on episode 164. If you missed that episode, I highly recommend it. Please check out that episode. It's it's good. <laughs> I'll just say that. Here's some new stuff I want to drop at you because because I need to. Let me see here. Did you get a chance to meet with the royal not family? That, not and that, I tell you, not, no. Not how was that. it like having them? Take it away. Here? Take it away. We'll get to that in a minute. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Well, can I not show it to you? Is that just that stupid that I can't show you this mess? All right. Well, uh, let me see here. Because I, I think I can, by God. Let me see what's up here. Did you get a chance to meet with there the royal? 
That's a daggum way to do it. That is what I'm trying to show you, folks. I apologize for the brief uh, insanity. That's what I'm trying to show you, folks. I'm on Instagram now. I'm I'm just as like a few hours ago on Instagram. So if you want to go to Instagram.com forward slash anomic age, that's where you can find me there on Instagram. I uh, pardon my my mess there. But yeah, that's where I'm at on Instagram. Just got one post, no friends, no likes, no nothing. I'm on there just a few hours ago. So if you want to follow me at the aforementioned URL, Instagram.com forward slash Age. That would be oh so nice of you. And I think this is perhaps bigger news. Because thanks to Mr. Let me get this mess out of the way. Thanks to Mr. James Perloff. We were talking about him uh, still being on, on Twitter. And he, he kind of suggested, hey, why don't you just give it a shot and see if you can get back on. Because, you know, we got a, a new... Uh, Sheriff in town, I guess. I don't know what to call this mess with Elon Musk. But nevertheless, new sheriff in town at Twitter. Haven't been on since December 11th of 2019. So Mr. Perloff suggested, hey, why don't you give it a shot? I'm sure there's some contacts to go through and and see if you can get back on. So he suggested, and I did, and lo and behold, folks, I'm back on Twitter. I can't believe it since... December 11th, 2019. That's when the last time I posted anything on Twitter. And I'm back up, folks. So, uh, that's that. So if you'd like to get on Twitter, like, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff, I'll be there. And I'll be posting some show information and some content. Uh, I mean, I got nothing there right now, uh, except uh, as far as new content goes. It's sort of a uh, happy to be back on. And then I just posted that aforementioned 164 episode of The Anomic Age with with none other than James Perloff. So, amazing stuff. So, I'm going to go back just a little bit. Just a little bit on this. Let me see here. Did you get a chance to meet oh, with the I ain't going to show that yet. I'm going to tease it with it. A little bit of a teaser with it. <laughs> His present, Vegan Bear, my man. So glad to hear from you, man. Thank you so much for, for being with us. If you missed the news, I am on Twitter again. So if you're on Twitter, you can like, follow, and subscribe on Twitter. I, I can't believe it, but I'm back on there. Yeah, and I'm on Instagram. I am new to Instagram as of a few hours ago. So if you're on either one of those platforms, Vegan Bear, give me a like. <clears throat> Truth Not Fiction. Matthew, thank you so much, sir, for being with us. Thank you so much. So um, what are we at here? I'm, I'm nine minutes in, and I've covered nothing. So I'm going to try to get to it because I'm going to go to bed, and I know you probably want to go to bed, and I need to. It is... We're sitting at 4.18 Eastern Standard Time, and i got to sleep sometimes, folks. I really do. So, the topic du jour this evening, if you can, I missed it, uh, which I hope you didn't. I'm going to scroll on down so I can refresh my own self. The race to emasculate. I think that's exactly what we're in. We're in a, a definite race to emasculate. And I'm going to cover the obvious uh, Andrew... Andrew Tate arrest 
but I, I really wanted to start out with this interview because it's a few days old, and you've seen my errors. Every time I hit the button, it goes to that interview by default because I was going to cover this several shows back, and it didn't happen, so I'm going to cover it right about now. And believe it or not, it does kind of dovetail into the race to emasculate. But it's the Boston Celtics head coach. And I suppose this is about five days old, I believe. But he was asked in an interview, of course, by one of the uh, interviewers. I think this is post-game. He was, it was basically, uh, what do you think of the, the royal family being in attendance? I can't even remember which royal family boob it was. It was one of the sons. He was in attendance with his wife, and it wasn't the Markle and the redhead. It was the other one. But anyway, that shows you how much I really care about the royal family. But I was actually shocked, amazed, and otherwise surprised that the Boston Celtics head coach gave a uh, reasonable response. I'm just going to let this tape roll, and we'll discuss just a little bit before we get into the full Monty of the uh, race to emasculate. But I found this kind of interesting, so maybe you'll like it as well. Maybe not, but here goes. Did you get a chance to meet with the royal family? And if not, how was it like having them there in the building? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph? <laughs> the prince and princess of Wales. Oh, no, I did not. I'm only familiar with one royal family. I don't know too much about that one. Thank you. But I'm glad they're hopefully they're Celtic fans. Woo! Joe Mazzula. I looked him up to make sure I got his name right. Joe Mazzula. Man, new Boston Celtics head coach at that. So, you know, I'm not going to give anyone all that much credit, but he actually did say what you would probably not expect him to say. He was like, you mean Jesus, Mary, and Joseph? The the real royals that we should all... Uh, <clears throat> Acknowledge as a royal family, and and not the uh, the Transylvanian monarchs that pose as the heads of uh, the UK. Anyway, so I'm not going to give him too much credit, but I'll, I'll give him his due. That was pretty darn amazing, Joe Mazzola. Thank you for actually staying staying true to the game. Throwing some puns at you as well, Joe Mazzola, repping some truth. Thank you, sir. Anyway, the real topic de jour this evening is uh, the race to emasculate. And uh, I think that's exactly one of the many prongs. I mean, it's I think it's always a multi-pronged attack. Anytime you're talking about anything, you know, we I hope to have uh, some guests on. I'll just leave it at that. I'm not going to reveal too much. <laughs> Hopefully we'll have some guests on sooner than later. And we'll get to talk about uh, perhaps a little JFK, perhaps a little bit of the the newest incarnations of false flags, psyops, and events. But if you look even back at the JFK assassination, I think that's kind of one of the big ones that was really in the information age. Not the information age that we know it as today, but at least uh, transitioned from radio into television at least two, three channels the average American may have had during that uh, operation. And I think that sort of set the template for all the ops to follow, all the obfuscation of evidence, all the sort of whodunit uh, 
you know, sort of Agatha Christie and then there were none um, transformation of the operations because it wasn't just one possible suspect. It was multiple. It wasn't just where was it coming from? This angle, that angle. Was it the Russians? Uh, was it the Cubans? Was it dissidents in America? Was it the uh, Italian mafia? I, you know, all these different things were played out into this. And you saw that with all the ops to follow. If you look at 9-11, Oklahoma City bombing, um, 9-11, uh, well, I guess the precursor to 9-11, the World Trade bombing is one. Uh, the Murrow Building, already mentioned that. And you could just roll on down the line at a lot of these other false flags to follow. There was always multiple suspects, multiple situations. And then there was the usual patsy that they would roll out just in time. Look, we found these burning passports. Well, I mean, they weren't even on fire. It's crazy. You know, that sort of uh, thing. And and I think that really plays into uh, this race to emasculate, believe it or not. Because I think that's exactly what's going on. It is a race to emasculate. It's a race to take out the men. But like I was mentioning, that's just one prong on the fork, if you will. I mean, if, if you look at the the adulteration of the food, the water, the air, uh, the full-scale propaganda by all the big major conglomerates, what are we up to, or down to, rather, six major networks, and maybe even five now, I could be off by one. But nevertheless, it's always a multi-pronged attack, just as they would roll out the multi-pronged attack for the various ops, false flags, and other government events. Always. So there's always multiple directions to look at. And when you're just looking at your own survival now, here in landed a sheep, home and a slave, I think you have to look at it as also a multi-pronged attack. It's multi-pronged always. It's the air, it's the water, it's the media, it's Antifa, it's BLM, it's Biden, it's Trump, it's all over the place. And I think that's to keep you going in this sort of panic state from one thing to the other to the other to the next and so forth and so on. Because they know if you can stay in that that lower frequency, that lower bandwidth, if you will, the brain going into uh into fly, into fight or flight mode rather than acting mode. They can get you reacting rather than acting. They've won. And that's pretty much where we're at. <clears throat> But uh, but the assault on masculinity is just one of them. But I think it's a pretty big card in the deck. And the reason for that is also multi-pronged or multifaceted, if you will. Because obviously, anybody with uh, eyes to see and ears to hear can kind of figure out if you are taking over a country, you want to take out the fighting force. You want to take out the men. You want to take out that that masculine energy that's always been on the front lines of attack. If you want to go back to the Stone Age and, and juxtapose that to now, that's who's always been on the front lines of the attack. I know there's some rare exceptions out there and some feminazis are going, but, but, but wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I know, I know. But for the most part, <laughs> they've always been on the front lines. And they've always been the most expendable. So when you take over a country... You want to take out their power supply, their ability to feed themselves, because in doing so, you're taking out their energy sources, both in the electrical 
gas, coal, and so forth, but also in the energy of the body. If you could take out that energy of the body source, you could take out their will to fight quite aptly. And they know all the consequences of taking out the food because then that takes out the ability to higher brain function. It takes out that ability to have endurance, to build muscle, to have stamina, all that stuff. But the assault on the men has been has been going on for decades because if you look at the history of this i mean it was sort of first thrown out there in the 60s because some of the communists of that day were thinking oh well there's all this fighting oh what can we do to stop the fighting i know let's stop the men from wanting to fight <laughs> so there was an absolute assault on the masculine ethos, if you will, just from that point there. They were like, okay, well, let's see if we can feminize the men. Let's see if we can get them to stop fighting. Can we get them to become more tolerant, a little more emotional, a little bit more like the, the women folk? Oh, boy, we got that down. Okay, cool. So they've propagandized everyone from the 60s on, <clears throat> and they've come up with this notion of toxic masculinity. There's never any toxic femininity, mind you, just the masculinity. That masculine force in the home, in the country, everywhere. They've, they've taken that out. And then we've got the adulteration of the food, water, and the like. So, and this is going back decades even prior to the 1960s, but putting fluoride in the water, it makes the subjects more docile. Mm-hmm. Of course. That's been known since Stalinist Russia. It's obvious. And what else we got on point? Oh, then we've got the medical mafia coming in with the pharmaceuticals. See, long about the late 70s, early 80s, we had big pharma coming in and pushing Ritalin on everyone. They were actually giving us in the early 80s out as free samples in the mail. Can you imagine this? So they're pushing Ritalin on everyone. And specifically the males, because they were too rowdy, you see. A little bit too crazy. They were acting out a little bit, acting up even. In the classroom, and we can't have that, right? Not in the classroom now, can we? (laughs) So they were pushing Ritalin, and what did that do? It really just burned their brain out. I mean, I can speak to some, I'll just say family members and their siblings as examples of this. They'll be happy to tell you all about it. And it just burns their brains out. It, it makes them docile, all right? It, it takes out the essence of the man, if you will. So there was that assault. So what do we got? The water. We got the pharmaceutical. We didn't get into the food quite yet, but of course we need to talk about soy being one of those primary agents. And so much of the food that we see on the tables today, in the shelves, if you will, And that's just a a further movement from where we were, an agrarian agricultural society, to a TV dinner. Let's sit around and watch the boob tube society. So we got everybody, instead of talking, communicating, and saying their prayers, they're sitting around the boob tube every night. And they're eating those TV dinners. They're eating all that processed food. It's oh so nutritious now, isn't it? Maybe not. You see, all that soy, if you haven't figured this out yet, is uh, an estrogen mimicker. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm not suggesting you couldn't have maybe a tad bit here and there, but uh, when you look at what's in every single filler ingredient, it's corn, it's soy. It's corn, it's soy. And then you got to go into the corn and you look at the GMO aspects of it as well. See, here we are in 2022, darn near 2023, and it's an epidemic. I mean, this has been going on for the last 20 years, but now it's even more poignant of people having trouble having trouble um, procreating, if you will. Yeah, that's a problem, isn't it, folks? Having a little trouble procreating. And if you look on anything, I swear, man, it's it's omnipresent almost. If you get on the, the social media sites, everybody's pushing some pill to make something go up. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that, all right? So I don't know what's going on, folks, but uh, apparently there's a whole lot of problems going on. Sperm counts are at an all-time low. We're below replacement level because people are having fewer and fewer children. The children they are having, they're having a whole lot of trouble conceiving because of everything I've just mentioned. So it's definitely an assault, all right? It's an assault on the masculinity. And then you got the BPA, bisphenol A. That's in all the plastics. And what are they putting all those fun-filled foods in? Well, they're in plastics, all right. You actually got to search this out. You got to find the non-BPA-lined cans, even. And so if you're getting your 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 fruits, your foods, your veggies in a can, try to get the non-BPA-lined cans. And, of course, then there's the receipts. If you get a receipt from any store you go to now, except for a health food store just about, you're going to get those receipts that are a bit slick to the touch. Yeah, they got BPA in those too, just in case you weren't getting enough from all the foods. Yeah. So, again, the BPA, the bisphenol A, more estrogen mimickers, more uh, <laughs> more lowering that testosterone and feminizing everyone. What else we got, folks? <clears throat> we got that fun-filled chemical that... Uh, as Alex so aptly puts it, turns the frickin' frogs gay. Yeah. That's that same chemical that's in the water runoff that you're drinking as well. So there's that. The atrazine, in case you were wondering, in case you were, you were following along with the chemicals at home, you had the atrazine, you got the bisphenol A. If that's not enough, then you just got the regular old uh, glyphosate. Uh, yeah, there's that stuff. There's the stuff in the Roundup that'll just kill you dead in a hammer. I mean, they got this full, this full-fledged assault, folks. And we haven't even gotten into the Drag Queen Story Hour. We haven't even gotten into the fact that while you're sitting around that global living room eating your TV gen- dinners with GMOs and all kinds of fun-filled estrogen-mimicking chemicals laced in them, then you can get fully propagandized by those uh, six major conglomerates pushing the LGBT element OP. Let's chop it off and staple it on. It's all okay as long as it's. <laughs> oh man, I'm almost going into verse, but I'm going to stop myself. I think you know where I'm headed with this, folks. So it's in all the major songs. Publications, television shows, movies, it's in everything. 
It's the relativism that I've talked about so many times on the show, the cultural relativity to link into the funzy fun time of anthropology land and the late, uh, perhaps not so great, Franz Boas, the Columbia-trained father of American anthropology pushing cultural relativity. And that's what we're living in now, folks. We are swimming in it. We're dying in it. Cultural relativity, because you got to be relative about everything. You can't judge, I tell you. You can't say this is wrong. You'll be like that lady in Ireland that was arrested for reading out of the Bible because she was daring to say what you can't say, I guess, that there is a wrong, there is a right, and it's probably not a good idea, especially if you're a child, to to chop things off, to staple things on, and to take hormones to stop your development aka to sterilize you yeah these are the same medications that they give to pedophiles to sterilize them and now you're taking them as a tween and adolescent to stop you from developing this is where we are folks so yes it is an assault on the feminine as well but it's primarily an assault on the men in case you haven't missed it, that's why every – I can't even call him a hero. Is it a – never mind. I'm not going to make that joke. Every hero in every single movie, television show, um, miniseries, sitcom, and everything else is a woman. And If not a woman, they're a trans woman and they're Muslim, black, gay, and some sort of trans creature too. That's what this is all about, folks. So they're doing it through the air, through the water, through the cult of pharmacia, through all the aforementioned media outlets. It's a full-on pincer attack against the masculine, against the male. Because they know very well if they can take the men folk out, if they can sterilize them, if they can get them to willingly chop stuff on and staple stuff on, if they can sterilize them with the food, water, and otherwise, then uh, it's pretty doggone easy to take over a country. Especially when you got Antifa or various government ops taking out food processing plants and taking out now power plants all across the nation. So if all that hits the fan... And you got nothing left but a bunch of soy boys, a bunch of people that don't know what they are, a bunch of people that have neutered themselves. Well, I think that that Hamamoto quote that there'd be a gun behind every blade of grass, I don't think that's going to hold true anymore. Because I think it'll be a bunch of uh, people clenching their purses behind every blade of grass. So it'll be all so easy for the blue helmets to just ease on in. Here I am at 30 minutes again. Have mercy. And the... um, Excuse me. I I was not trying to leave you out there, Vegan Bear. And the men of these shows and movies are always... Blibbing idiots. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are, man. That's the truth. That's been the truth for several decades as well. The men that are shown in any of these shows are always... Just a boob, just a moron, folks. It's either that or or it's this um, totally hyper-masculine, not even real, you know, like the rock sort of character. You know, there's that. There's sort of this duality of the extremely feminine 
and the extremely not real masculine. You know, I mean, I'll go back to this, and I've said it many times before. If you look at the greatest generation, if you look at the people from Vietnam even, I mean, I always just point back to my own family because that's where where I come from. But all the men in my family didn't have to posture. There was no uh, artificial testicles from bumpers. There was no big jacked-up trucks. There was none of this posturing and grandstanding. They didn't look like Sylvester Stallone. They just were men. They would back it up if they had to, but they didn't come off as these jerks or pretentious pricks. They just walked it like they talked it. They were very calm. They were just men. That's all I can say, folks. That's what that's what they were. They could fix whatever they needed to. They could take care of what needed to be taken care of. They just did it. They didn't need a gold star, a pat on the back, nothing. They just freaking did it, folks. And that that elemental masculine of our society has eroded away into this binary opposition of caricature and feminine. Just say that. That's that's kind of where we're at, man. That's exactly where we're at. Which brings us to, at the 30-minute mark, the arrest of Andrew Tate and his brother... <laughs> What were they? I, I'm, I'm blanking on this. I had it pulled up in my brain and then I forgot. Was that Romania? Yeah, it was. Okay, I was right. I didn't want to be incorrect. But yeah, Andrew Tate and his brother arrested in Romania. And if you see the video of this, it's hysterical. I'm not going to pull it up again, but I was watching it a bit earlier. Andrew Tate and his brother arrested for human trafficking. <laughs> it's just totally insane, man. Totally nuts. And it's the usual thing. I mean, it was akin to Roger Stone, you know, in essence, an elderly man and his wife. The dude's out there in his underwear, and he gets swatted, you know, as if it was Jeffrey Epstein or Maxwell or Bill Clinton. These people are getting SWAT teamed as if it was some of these scumbag, pedophile, bottom feeder pieces of low-class filth. That's the way they should actually be arrested. But, I mean, I don't even... Yeah, they're arresting Andrew Tate and his brother for human trafficking. Again, I don't know these people personally. I got no no dog in this fight. All I can say is I'm judging a tree by his fruits here. And Andrew Tate, in every interview I've ever seen him give, is trying to prop up, trying to guide the men the adolescents, the tweens or whatever of of today's day. You know, I mean, he's basically just saying man up to a lot of people, and I don't think people are comfortable with that. Obviously, the people that want to take out America, bring us into, into global governance, they're not happy with that. So, I mean, I'm not suggesting, I, I mean, I don't know anything about these charges. I am pretty much assuming this is Boulder Dash, uh, just another way to take this guy out, to, to demonize him and to marginalize him on the global stage. That's what I'm seeing this as. Don't know the guy personally. Don't know any more specifics than you probably about this case right about now. But that's what I'm seeing it as. I think we're going to see a whole lot more of this. And it's the same chilling effect that you saw Rolled out with Alex Jones, Milo, Milo 
Ianopoulos, uh, Joe Biggs. I mean, just fill in the, the blanks of a lot of the big names that you have seen demonized, marginalized, and otherwise silenced with all this stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely right, Matthew. The 15-minute cities, I mean, that's a whole other ball of wax that's just absurd. Just totally nuts, man. I mean, it's hard for me to do these shows and not just be me, which is as dark, negative, and pessimistic. And I don't think any of this mess is changing, folks. I just don't. It ain't changing. All three branches of government are stolen, as I've been hammering home for several years now. So they're taking out the men folk because they want to make darn sure that on the off chance there's a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a percent of the American people that actually have any temerity left and wish to actually stand up before they get shot into the death pits. <clears throat> they want to make sure that doesn't happen is really what it boils down to. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna call it a night on this one. I know we could talk about this so much more and go down a lot of these different... <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm losing my voice. <laughs> a lot of these different avenues. And uh, in my opinion, I think all roads lead to the same spot. They all lead to uh, tyranny. They all lead to a takeover. I mean, that's, that's it, folks. I, I got nothing as far as positivity to bring you. That's it. That's what's up. That's where we're headed. We're not. We're not switching gears. We're not winning people over that are all brain dead into it. It's just not happening. So that's where I see this as. So this is just another attack. It's probably going to go along the same lines. I hope and pray it doesn't, but it's probably going to go along the same lines of the January 6th mess where he just, he just disappeared. <clears throat> At least Kanye was, I guess, smart enough to disappear himself. I think that's a pretty darn good move, Kanye. I got to say. <laughs> Very good move. But uh, I hope and pray that doesn't happen. I hope that uh, Andrew Tate and his brother both can get this whole thing rectified and come out on the other side of this just smelling like roses. But I think they have definitely put the scarlet letter on them at this point in the game. And I think it's the irony. The irony is just so hilarious, if not downright chilling, that you've got all these pedophiles from the Maxwell case, none of them even names given, none of them arrested, none of them nothing. But then the irony is they're going to try to pin a trafficking case on this guy. And I think that's just kind of always the way they do it. That's always their sort of moniker is whatever they're getting accused of, they inflex, reflect that onto the accusers. You know, it's a, it's the same sort of sick mess if you look at like uh like the dc madam who went on live i think with aj as well and said yo i'm not I'm never gonna kill myself uh that that's never what i'm gonna do and then the next day she was hung in her mother's uh garage if i'm not mistaken so i mean i think it's just sort of their sick twisted uh irony of like we're i'm never gonna kill myself uh and then you're dead to the doornail the next day and the same thing with Andrew Tate here. I think it's just like he's someone uh, trying to to toe the line for manhood. Nobody else is for Pete's sakes, you know. 
And I think that's the case with a lot of these people. I mean, I'm not going to go down the slippery slope of, of Bill Cosby and what he did or didn't do and, and anything like that. But I think they went after him for a reason. I think they could have gone after thousands of these Hollywood people with similar, if not much more grotesque charges than Bill Cosby. I think the problem with Bill was that he was speaking out and telling the black community what at least our our satanic overlords didn't want them to hear. In essence, take some accountability. Pull your pants up. Let's get to work. Let's do this together as a people. You know, they don't want that. And they're going to silence anybody that that promulgates that message. I mean, it's kind of self-evident. That's when they went after Malcolm X. That's when they took out JFK and RFK and Martin Luther King. I mean, just... Just keep on rolling them down here, folks. Just more dead bodies. It's really all it boils down to. They're not afraid of killing. Uh, that's what they want. So uh, if they can get you to do it via... I'm on YouTube right now. Can I say the words? <laughs> if they can get you to do it, con los inyecciones, uh, then uh, that's cool. If they can get you to do it by being... 250 pounds and 5'3", eating yourself to death and being a big, fat piece of trash. Awesome. If they can get you to do it by drinking the contaminated water, by uh, putting the Roundup in your yard, by going and eating at the non-organic section of the store and all that stuff, then win, 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 win. As long as you are dead, then that's the game plan, folks. I've been wanting to get shirts made that just say they want you dead across the front big, bold letters because that's the game plan. They want you dead. By any means necessary, you know. <laughs> that is the name of the game. If they can get you to do it to yourself via, uh, as you know, uh, sanctioning suicide in Canada, now that's coming here. If they can get you to kill yourself by sanctioning suicides, it's, just, it's okay, it's no big deal. If they can get you to uh, exterminate the, the baby in the womb. If they can get you to kill yourself with food. If they can get you to kill yourself with weed, booze, fentanyl, whatever it takes, as long as you're dead. That's what matters. And that's what we're seeing. So, uh, you know, I think I'm getting a little long-winded. And it's darn near 40 minutes into this joke. i got to wrap this up. <laughs> Thank you so much, Vegan Bear. Thank you so much, Matthew. Truth, not fiction matters. If you want to check his his information out, I, I'm pretty darn sure he's still on YouTube. I, I've seen it in the past 48 hours. That doesn't mean much. I'm, I'm Praying you're still on YouTube there, Matthew. But nevertheless, thank you so much, Vegan Bear. Thank you so much, Matthew. I can't believe anybody is tuning into this live at 4.50 Eastern Standard. But thank you. Thank you so much. As I mentioned before, once again on Twitter. So if you want to check me out there, follow, subscribe, and like. And new as of just a few hours ago on Instagram, also there too. All those social media links, except for Instagram, it's not up there yet. I know. That's my slackness, right? is on anomicage.com, as well as Brighton, Rumble, Odyssey, and BitChute, Facebook. It's all there. And YouTube, as long as they'll still have me. Can't believe it. Anyway, that being said, you can't do everything, but you can do something. So please try to get out there and do your part. Make a difference. Do something, for heaven's sakes. If it's wrong, do it. I'll take that back. Don't do something if it's wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't do that. I'll reach for that box. But anyway, thanks for tuning in, folks. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. 
I'll be seeing you sooner than later in the Anomic Age. Thank you for listening to the Anomic Age, a John Age project. For past shows, further info, and to comment, go to anomicage.com. That's A-N-O-M-I-C-A-G-E dot com. Till next time, thank you for listening to the Anomic Age. Thank <laughs> you.